Welcome to Lincoln Baptist Daily Reading Programme. Today is day 19, meaning we're in Genesis chapter 37 and 38, Mark chapter 8 verses 11 through 30, and then in Psalm 9. Now in our Old Testament we've been seeing from Abraham to Isaac to Jacob now called Israel and then into today where we have a new generation in Joseph. Now Israel had many sons, yet Joseph was his favourite. And in treating Joseph differently, with less work on the land and with a multicoloured coat, Israel was almost encouraging the jealousy of the brothers. So when dreams started coming to Joseph, dreams that hinted to him being greater than his family, well that was too much for the brothers to handle. Instead of killing him, which is ultimately what they wanted to do, they sold him into slavery, lying to their father. Now we're given a hint at the end of chapter 37 that there is a plan for Joseph. He would be no ordinary slave. He was heading to Egypt and the most powerful houses that ruled the land. God was up to something and in the coming days we're going to find out exactly what that plan was. On the flip side we have the sin of Judah and do you see how sin mars any good things that we can come up with? Sin follows us around for it lies in wait in our hearts seizing our weakest moments and taking us further into the dark pit that Satan has set for us. This is why we need Jesus. We cannot get out of this cycle without him. We cannot defeat sin no matter how hard we try. Yet Jesus can and he did. Salvation can be based on no one else, no other morality. For every other morality is wicked to the core. It needs to be based in the perfect holiness of Jesus. As John 14, 6 says, he is the way, the truth and the life. Let's head into our Mark's Gospel reading and we have a real contrast in these verses today between those who demand of Jesus and want more before they believe in him and those who are able to declare faith in Jesus. The Pharisees wanted more, more proof as to who Jesus was. Yet Jesus had already shown them enough, he had already fulfilled enough, he had already proven himself enough through faith and him now could be given. Yet the Pharisees' hearts were hardened to the truth. They cared only about themselves. People declare Jesus as a prophet, as John, raised from the dead and even Elijah, yet the Pharisees were hardened to this. Yet everything Jesus has done and said has pointed him to being the Messiah, the Son of God, the rescue plan of God. A fact that Peter had now begun to realise and was willing to declare himself. How much more proof do you need? When will you wholly surrender to Jesus? Or do you need Jesus to jump at a few more of your hoops before you give him your life? You see, Jesus is not a genie doing all that we demand. He is the Son of God with power to forgive sins and bring new life. Faith is the only way of salvation and faith in Jesus is the only way to be able to obtain it. Do you want to be like Peter or like the Pharisees? If you're a Christian, have you remained faithful to your focus on Jesus? Or have you slipped back into just giving Jesus your requests and waiting till you get them? I would encourage you to do a spiritual health check today. How are you responding to Jesus? How are you coming to him? Are you coming to him with demands? Or are you coming in faithfulness? As you ponder that, let's jump into Psalm 9. Did you catch the praise and the honour that not only David gives the Lord, but also encourages each one of us to give to the Lord? Verse 1, give thanks. Verse 2, be glad, sing praises. Verse 10, trust in the Lord. Verse 11, tell the people. Verse 14, recount the praises to the Lord. David is rallying the people of God to look up to the Lord for their answers, for their hope, for their strength, and to return praises to the Lord with his faithfulness. In verse 7, we see why the Lord deserves such devotion. 
For the Lord is eternal and his throne is eternal and his kingdom is eternal. It is the Lord who has right to judge and it's his right to bless those who are faithful to him. Something we need to remember in this life. We are mere mortals, here for a short while and gone in a moment. Yet God sits on the eternal throne. Let us not lift ourselves higher than we ought. Let's make sure that the Lord always takes number one spot in our lives and in the life of the church. Let's close out by praying. Father, we thank you once again, as we do each day, that we can come to your word and learn from it. Father, like the psalmist David here, we pray that we could lift our praises to you, that we could trust in you, that we could be glad in you, that we can tell all the people about you. Father, let us be like Peter, declaring you as the Son of God and the Messiah. Father, we don't want you to jump through hoops. We don't want to be that type of people. We want to be a faithful people. And Father, we pray that we would faithfully serve you, even like Joseph going into dark days. Father, as we go into dark days, let us remain true to you. For Father, we know we can recount the praises to you. For you truly are good and you truly are an awesome God. We pray this in your gracious name. Amen.